Hello and welcome to the Sparkle Hour, a fun and feisty podcast for empowered women and woke menfolk. Join us as we pull back the veil to reveal how we are taking control of our life stories and creating a movement of positive change. I'm Michelle Lewis. And I'm Nicole Lewis-Kieber. And if you're ready to feel, laugh, and heal, this podcast is for you. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. How are you? Oh my God, I'm so excited to see you. We have a kiss. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) We do. We love having guests. So let me just jump in and and introduce our our lovely uh, guest with us today. Usually we kind of giggle and laugh around, but I want to just jump right in because this is going to be good. So Michelle and I are super excited. Oh my gosh. I, I'm just excited. Okay. So because our, our guest today is Dina Kowalczyk. Kowalczyk, yes. 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 And Dina is a confidence business coach. She works with female entrepreneurs to help them gain confidence when talking about their business so that they're able to attract their ideal clients because that's you know what this is all about, right? Good shit. We do what we do. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> she's, the, she's the owner of Radiant Coaching, LLC. Lives in New Hampshire with her husband, Frank, and her pit mix, Abby. She's overcome body issues pertaining to health concerns as a child. And she started her own transformational journey in 2011, creating a healthy lifestyle and learning to love herself. And I, I've known Dina for a little bit and I've loved watching even just recently how you've like stepped in, man. So I can't wait to talk about this. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's been an amazing journey. I've, I've really been a lot of fun, a lot of, a lot of work, but a lot of fun. So I definitely am excited to be here. Thank you. I awesome. wish you all could see Dina and I th- we'll have a, a picture of her, but she's rocking this really amazing pink hair. It is so cute. She's got like this cute, like buzzed sides, fun, like spiky business going up on top. So hot pink fuchsia. Like my chair wants <laughs> you to sit on it because it's like, we'll totally go together, girl. Like, we'll this, blend right in. We'll blend. <laughs> Oh, so badass. I love it. So Dina, welcome. Welcome. We're so excited to have you. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. Yes, absolutely. Can you tell us and our listeners a little bit more about what Confident Business Coaching is? And the name of your business is Radiant Journey Coaching? Radiant Journey Coaching. Yes. Cool, cool. Tell us all about that. That sounds magical. Yeah, absolutely. So basically what it is, is I, like was mentioned earlier by Nicole, I've overcome certain body issues and self-esteem issues in my personal life. And then I started working for myself and bringing the business uh, my own business forward. And I started realizing that some of those same concerns were now manifesting itself in my business. And I wasn't able to go out and get my ideal clients or even sometimes even talk about my business because I was like, who the hell would want to talk to me about this, you know? And so it really kind of manifested from that. And I was looking all around to try to find guidance in this area and I wasn't able to find anybody. So, and it took me a long time to sort of overcome my own confidence and insecurities. And I was like, this has got to stop. There is no reason why amazing, smart, go-getting women have to have this block in their lives where they can't go forward because they too nervous or they're insecure or anything. 
And so I decided that that was going to be the universe was telling me that's my new mission in life is to help these women bring their message, you know, health and business and wealth to other women in the world. So I just jumped in with both feet and it's been such an amazing journey for myself. And basically what I do is I work with clients to help them build their confidence through self-care. So I work a lot on self-care with women. Um, Now, a lot of times when people think of self-care, they automatically think like, well, eat right, get some exercise, you know, but that's not necessarily, I mean, there's so much more than that. Yes, I would never tell anybody that they're not supposed to eat right or get it. <laughs> Darn it. I was about to go I, grab I, a Twinkie. <laughs> Shit. Darn. I, I'll look away. No problem. So, <laughs> but yes. Yeah, so, but there's so much more to that. And it really has to do with how we talk to ourselves, how we treat ourselves, you know, how we treat others. And that really is a big part of growing our confidence within ourselves. And then once we have that, you guys know we're unstoppable after that. I mean, just look out world. Cause here we come. <laughs> <laughs> preach it, sister. Preach yes. it. I love Absolutely. that. Yeah. So I wanted to circle back to something that you mentioned, just a couple of things. So you mentioned that you had dealt with some body issues growing up. Is that something that you are, would you care to talk a little bit about that and how you overcame? Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm sure that's something that a few of our listeners maybe yeah. have struggled with and perhaps your co-hosts here. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> Us? absolutely. No. <laughs> um, it's definitely something that's more, that's it's very common, very common with women at one point or another in our lives that, that we sort of are not, we're not satisfied with the way that we look or feel or anything like that. So for me personally, it started off, I was born with a congenital heart defect, which caused me to have open heart surgery as a baby. Damn. Um, and when I was, so the scar, which I will not show you guys, <laughs> maybe later, if you really want to see it, it looks like a second belly button is what it looks like. So imagine, so when I was a little baby, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like it was, nobody cares when you're that age, but right. when you hit a certain age, you start wearing, you know, bathing suits and crop tops. You know, every, yes, crop tops. And, you know, I was kind of, you know, I was growing up in like the late 80s and the 90s. So there was like that sort of fashion, which God, I wasn't able to wear some of those outfits. But, <laughs> uh, you know, um, but I, you know, I wanted to. And anytime I would, the first thing that somebody would notice would be that scar. And so it made me just want to cover, cover all the time. I was so mm. ashamed of it to the point where I used to beg my mom, like, can I go and get like plastic surgery? I mean, I was, I was 13, 14 years old and I wanted to get like surgery to change my body because I felt like that's the only thing people saw. That sort of insecurities led to other disorders. I would say, you know, I was kind of a binge eater and you know, when I was in high school, it wasn't horrible because I was very active. My parents always encouraged us to be extremely active. But once you're in college, you know, you don't have your mom or your dad saying like, hey, did you go to soccer practice today? And you're like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I barely left my dorm room, you know. But yeah, so it kind of just escalated. So I started gaining weight after that. And then that just kind of turned into a cycle of, you know, binge eating and not eating and binge eating and not eating. And it, it really just took its toll on my body. And mm-hmm. I actually had to have another open heart surgery when I was 29. And after that, I just like fell into this like deep depression. I was like, you know, I was 29 years old. I had only been married for a couple of years. And here I was now with somebody like actually having to like physically care for me. Like I couldn't get out of bed myself and all this stuff. And you just felt like I felt completely useless. So Mm. what did I do? 
I ate and I couldn't go to work or drive. So my poor husband, he'd come home from work and I'd be like, I've been sitting in the house all day. I'm like, take me out. Like, let's go do something. So what did we do? We went out and we ate and we drank, (laughs) you know, and that's what it is. So I ended up gaining a lot of weight that way as well. And finally, I just had a um, sort of an aha moment. I couldn't even really pinpoint the actual moment that it was, but something just clicked on me one day. And I was like, Dina, you are way too young to feel this damn old. Yeah, girl. Let's, let's get done here. And it started slowly. You know, one thing that I work with, with my clients, you know, and I know that sometimes this can get misconstrued, especially in like with the health part of it is that we kind of want quick fixes, but we have to remember that this didn't happen overnight. I didn't gain my 50 pounds of excess weight overnight. It happened gradually. So the the losing of so forth also has to be gradual. But then on top of it, once I was in a healthy and I was working out and I, you know, felt comfortable-ish in my skin, I still looked at myself and wasn't happy. There was still something missing. It was because I wasn't doing any of the mind work. I wasn't mm-hmm. doing the mindset work. I know we love mindset here. We this do. Is, uh, you know. And that's something that I didn't do. It was strictly all physical is what Mm. I did. I didn't do any back end work. And so that's why when I started my own business, I looked the part, I didn't feel the part. And you really have to feel the part if you're going to be successful. So my goal now, long story short, (laughs) my goal now is to help people feel the part so that they are able to be successful and not just look the part. Damn, I love this. Yeah. So- Dana, what did, what, what are like one or two things that you did to make that once you had that epiphany of shit, you know, (laughs) I've been through too much and I'm too young, you know, to just abuse my body this way. You know, my poor body's been through enough. Let's love up on it. And so when you made that shift within yourself and you started doing all the stuff for the body, cause that's, you know, every weight loss is like, you need to eat less, you know, like it's all physical, right? Yeah. So once you had the physical stuff down, what is it that you did to help you shift that mindset to, to realize that it's not, I needed to do some back end work and you began to do that and you saw, Hey, this is really working for me. How can I help other women? What were some of the things that you did? Uh, well, the first thing that I did was I asked for help. <laughs> I feel like um, that's something that, you know, especially as, you know, I, I want to say as women, but men are the same way, if not worse. I mean, God forbid they stop for directions. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I can only imagine if they had to get directions to like mindset work, you never know what's going to happen. But it really was, I, I kind of just, I had this one day, I was like, you know what? I was like, why am I trying to go about this? I know nothing about this. Like this would be like me trying to, you know, I don't know, like learn another language without getting a book to read or something like that. Just waking up one morning and expecting me to know French. Like that's not going to happen. You, <laughs> you know? hope you're speaking in tongues or some nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, it's, you kind of just, you have to put your little ego aside for a second and you have to be able to say like, okay, I, I need some guidance in this, in this category. And that's basically the, what I ended up doing was I just, I sought help, you know, and at the time, like I said, I didn't feel as though there was necessarily like a confidence coach I could go to or something like that, which is why I started Radiant Journey, but I read a lot. 
I mean, like I was at the library, like I had a library card for years and I never used it. And then all of a sudden the lady was like, you're back. I'm like, hi, <laughs> just going to go sit in the corner and read for a couple of hours. Who were um, you reading? Oh gosh. You had to ask. That's Sorry. a long list, right? That's okay. That, no, that's okay. One was called the happiness makeover. And that one was amazing for me. And of course now I cannot remember the author off the top of my head. Oh, but we'll that, look that up. That we'll one was it. like a, a real random, um, I was returning so my husband wanted to rent a dvd from the library so i was returning that dvd and i just happened to see out of the corner of my eye that it was like happiness month and they had this book on the shelf and i was like the happiness makeover and it was like a really quick read it was like 120 pages like super easy to read and i will tell you that i have like post-it notes all over my little office here of like little quotes from that book and whenever i'm feeling like a little shitty about myself I just like look on over and I'm like, mm-hmm, all right, I'm cool. Let's go. We're in. So it, that was a big one. That was an influence on me. I did a lot of like Googling confidence. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, the resources are out there, right? That's the point is that it's available and you took the initiative to freaking mm-hmm. find them. So yay, share your goodness. Yeah. Um, right. Another person that I really enjoyed, she's actually just a, a, she's a copywriter and a business coach. Her name is Tepsi. I'm not sure if you're familiar with her or not. She did a, what do you call it? Like a challenge within her group. I had met her briefly at a conference last year and she, she I joined her group and she did a vulnerable to visible challenge, Ooh. which basically was, she created a safe space for people to go and do live videos and basically tell their story. So it allowed me to get a lot of the junk out of the stuff that I would, that was holding me back. It wasn't going to hold anybody else back, but I had put those blocks up in my mind mm-hmm. and it's like, well, nobody wants to hear about this. Nobody's going to relate to that. So it allowed me to get it all out. And once it was out once, then it just doesn't stop coming. Out <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, which was, which was really great. So that was a, a big opportunity for me as well. That's so great. And one of the things that I always say is that knowledge is out there. People don't hire you for your knowledge. Always hire you for your support, your process. You know, the fact that you gathered the knowledge and you put it in an approachable container for people. So, yeah, I mean, going out there, Google, read books, and then, you know, hire someone like Dina to say, hey, okay, so we share a similar language here, but now let me kick your butt and help you get it in place because that's, you know, confidence is not, it's a practice, right? Just like this mindset. Mindset is a practice. It takes practice, support. I tell people all the time. So I call my confidence, she's a girl. She has a name. Yeah. And I do that because it helps me think of her as a relationship. You, with, when it comes to a relationship, you don't just do something once and expect the relationship to, to last forever. You know, you have to continually work at a relationship. Um, so you have to continually, you know, build your confidence and do certain activities of self care to help preserve that relationship that you have. And I can see you guys smiling. So my confidence, her name is Little Miss Sassy Pants. Ah, <laughs> I love it. Yes. So Little Miss Sassy Pants and I, we work together all the time. She's probably one of my closest relationships now <laughs> in this point, which sounds like, like a little imaginary friend, but she really is. I love um, this. And, and it's because I spend time every day. Now, whenever I tell people you have to spend time every day working on your relationship with your confidence, people are like, I don't have time for that. I don't have time. 
Well, you do because it really only takes like five minutes. It's like ridiculous. I can give you guys two examples real quick of like yeah. different techniques that I do yes. in the morning. I do, I do what I refer to as my proud activity and I do things in threes. I have certain numbers in my life. Three is one of them. So every morning before my feet even hit the ground. So this is like, before I get up to pee, before I get a cup of coffee, before I let the dog out, I lay in bed and out loud, I say three things that I did yesterday that I was proud of. Awesome. Okay. Now these could be things like, oh my gosh, I landed the biggest client of my life. Or it could be something as simple as I mashed my socks yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so it really, I mean, it really can differ. Some days it's easy to find those three things that you're proud of. And other days it's a little bit harder, but on the days that it's harder, that's when it's most important. It's most important to do it when it's a little difficult, step outside your comfort zone, because that's when we need it the most. That's when we need that little boost of confidence. We say like, all right, my life is not as crazy as I think it is. Mm-hmm. I do have some shit under control. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and like I said, some days it is just, you know, my socks or, you know, hey, I emptied the dishwasher yesterday. Go team. You know, like <laughs> sometimes that that's what you have to give to yourself. But yeah. And then the other one is how I end my day. I end my day with gratitude and every day with gratitude, no matter what the day could be. And again, it's three things and I say them out loud right before I go to bed. It's three things that I am grateful for in my life. They don't necessarily have to be that day, but in my life, it's three things that I'm grateful for. So I'm starting the day on a positive note and I am ending it on a positive note. And if you do that on a regular basis, the things that happen in between those tend to be more positive. So good. This is cool. Come on now. If you can't do that. Yeah. Then there are bigger problems afoot. Exactly. You know, we all have five minutes in the morning and five minutes in the evening, you know, to be grateful and to, you know, rock out some, you know, compliments for ourselves. I mean, come on. And it doesn't even, I'm I'm sorry, sorry, it doesn't even really take five minutes. Five minutes is like an eternity when you're just laying there thinking, you know, oh, I did this and hey, this awesome thing happened. If you spent five full minutes doing that, shit. Your list would be so long, like 15 things. Yeah. You know, it would be crazy. Yeah, absolutely. It's just incredible. Like when my clients start realizing that, you know, because a lot of times when people think like self-care, it's like, I don't have time to schedule something or I can't go to yoga. I don't have one near me or I'm not with all these things. It's like, no, self-care. The basics are the same for everybody, but they can sort of manifest themselves in different ways. It's something that's going to make you smile, something that's going to make you feel good about yourself and something that's going to make you feel like you have your shit together. (laughs) So that's really what it is when it comes to, you know, confidence is you just want to feel like you have things in a nice little package, no matter how crazy things are going. So absolutely. So good. So good. So actually, I just wanted to one. I just wanted to know a little bit about really what you're passionate about right now. Like what, what's really got you just can't wait to get out of bed and like, how am I going to deal with my day? Like what kind of mountains do I get to climb? What dragons am I slaying today? Like what, what's got you fired up, Miss Dina Fay? Right. So what has me fired up right now? It's, I guess it's my book that I'm working on. That's something that really gets me out of bed every day. It's in pre-sale right now. It's an activity book. (laughs) 
<laughs> which is like totally my speed because anything more than like 150 pages and I'm just like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> so, I'm totally into activity books and I know how amazing they can be for people. You know, the big rage right now is like those adult coloring books to help people kind of like de-stress and this and that. Well, this activity book, it's an ebook that you can download and it's self-care for the self-employed. Oh my gosh. And basically it's a 14 day <laughs> book. So it's a 14 day activity. So each day you do a new activity and each activity helps you build your self-esteem and confidence and helps you gain self-care as someone who's self-employed. Because I think all of us entrepreneurs out here, we kind of understand like we gave up the nine to five because we were like, oh, it's you know suffocating me and I can do so much more with this. And then we jumped into entrepreneurship and we're like, holy crap, can I have nine to five one day? Can I just have nine to five one day and not be getting up at 7 a.m. and you know, answering emails till 11 o'clock at night, you know, or something like that. So it really does allow you the ability to learn how to take care of yourself and build your confidence on the back end while you're building your business. And of course, it says, you know, self care for the self employed, but self care is something we all need, whether we're our own bosses, or we work for another company, or even those of us who don't work, and maybe we have a couple of kids that are home, and we're home with them all day. Mom needs self care, too. That's work, y'all. That is work. For sure, for sure. Way underpaid work, if you ask me. (laughs) Can you give us a cheat and tell us one or two of the activities in the self-care for the self-employed? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So the two that I had given you are in the beginning of the book, because I feel like it's always great to start off with something that is very tangible for everyone. The uh, Some of the other ideas that are in the book or some of the other activities that are in the book, one is meditation. And this is one that I went into kicking and screaming. I was so anti-meditation <laughs> when before I started doing it. I was like, oh, that's for other people. That's not for me. <laughs> so, And basically it was because I always said to myself, I can't shut my brain off. Like, I can't do that. I'm not that type of person. Yeah, it's always, there's always something going on. I actually, you know, I actually got into it and I started, you know, reading up on it and listening to guided meditations. And I realized that it wasn't to turn off everything. It was to just focus on one or two things, whatever it is at that time that's most important to you will kind of come to the surface and the rest of the noise will go away, even if it's just for a few minutes. And that's the other thing. My favorite guided meditation is only five minutes long. It's five minutes long and I use it anytime I'm feeling like I just need to like back up and, you know, take a breather. And again, it's five minutes. So it's like, no, no worries. And there's nothing wrong with guided meditations. Some of the big gurus are like, oh, you should be able to sit there in your own whatever. And it's like, now I'm just going to go up to my little iPod thingy on my phone and I'm going to go, hey, look, here's one beep. And then I put it in and we're good to go. And then I de-stress. Oh, that's, that's just like pet peeve of mine where people are like, oh, you have to clear your mind and you got to be quiet. Our brains are literally built to think. Yes. <laughs> yes. You exactly. cannot shut off your brain for F's sake. You just can't. <laughs> you know, so people don't meditate because they think they need to sit there quietly and think of nothing. And that is not the way it works. And so not it at all. five minutes guided. I use tapping because tapping helps me get in my yes. body because I need yep. to do something while I'm meditating. Mm-hmm. And I mean, hell, that's when shower. Showers. Showers or meditation. Who has shower thoughts? Yeah. Always. Best ideas in the shower. It really is. It's just allowing yourself to focus. on. It just allows yourself to bring forward the most important. And I always tell people to meditate if they're feeling like they have too many things on their plate. Like, oh my God, I have 25 things to do today. Well, do you really have 25 things to do today? Or is it just 25 things you're thinking of 
but really only maybe two need to get done today. You know, spending a few minutes to meditate will allow you to focus on what's the most important thing to get done right now. And then you can start working on the other things as well. Mm -hmm. So I have a question really quickly. So I know you've given a few talks and stuff lately and you've been a little bit more in the spotlight. And so how do you use Mrs. Sassy Pants in that context? How do you use her? Uh, Well, people actually would not believe this about me, but I have social anxiety and I'm an introvert. So I know this about you. (laughs) I believe it. I believe it. So yeah, so I actually do I so how do I use her? I basically use her as an alter ego. So they know that they like they, you know, and every time you see like a business thing, they talk about like Beyonce. Yeah, Sasha Fierce. Well, Little Miss Sassy Pants is basically my Sasha Fierce. Like she's definitely not as stylish as as Beyonce is. But she gets her point across and she's not afraid to speak up. And the reason that I needed to create her was because I tell the story. I paid a lot of money to go to a really big event down in Miami with some really great contacts and some amazing people last year. And I blew it. I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't Mm -hmm. talk to anybody. I didn't have, yeah, you know, I didn't say anything. I didn't talk about my business. I basically was a wallflower with bright pink hair is what it was. And I had people approach me several times asking me to do like lives with them and do things that would have totally just like blown up Radiant Journey. And I blew it. I totally blew it because I was too nervous to talk to anybody. I didn't hang out with anybody afterwards. I really just, it was really unfortunate because I spent a lot of money to get there. I did a lot of work to get there. And then I feel like when I left there, I was totally disappointed in myself. And that was really unfortunate. So I created Little Miss Sassy Pants to allow me to kind of just take a breath before I enter a group of people and then walk in like I flipping own the joint. And that Amen. I Get go it. up and I talk to people all the time and I am introducing myself and I'm asking the right questions now. They remember me and I've been making some amazing contacts and just it's it's been wonderful. So that's how I use her. I use her because I really my own personality outside of outside of my business tends to be a, a shyer. And I tend to be I mean, there have been times when previously before I met my husband, I was dating someone. I almost don't want to talk about that. That was like a lifetime ago. And we were on our way to a party and I had a panic attack because I wasn't going to know anybody. And I made him turn around and bring me home Yeah, because I was like, I just assumed that everybody was not going to like me or I wasn't going to fit in or all this stuff. And it was really, really sad. And so I, you know, I, she needed to come out because otherwise I was literally going to be like, behind my computer the whole time. So she, that's, I hope that answered your question. I love that. I it did. And I love that. I love that story. I relate to that. I've, I've been to many events where I was invisible and, you know, it could have furthered my career. And, uh, but the good thing is, is that it, because you spent so much money and, and prepared for it and all that stuff, it was so impactful. It was such an impactful lesson yes. that oh, you yes. fucking had to fix it. Right. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. There was no option. So the, conference that I came back from from Vegas was the same conference from last year and so you were just there I was just there yeah and it was absolutely different like the entire reason I was there was to network with people I've already been invited on three different podcasts I was asked to do an intro for that event um, and I was on several lives for other people while I was there so I basically got myself a free marketing team of people who are now talking about me that I don't even know so uh, it really was just, and that's uh, how you sparkle some shit out, right? Yeah, yes, absolutely. ma'am. Absolutely. So yeah, that is great. how you sparkle some shit out. 
Awesome. So a, a quick question, Dina. So was Little Miss Sassy Pants, was she was she part of your creation prior to this conference or was she a result of being a wallflower at that conference? She was a result of being a wallflower. She Fuck was yeah. Being, yeah. She was a result of, she was, she came out of a necessity almost like I feel like that's kind of why kids create their like little imaginary friends out of necessity. Yeah. She was my necessity. She needed to come out. Otherwise I was going to be, I was going to end up being back in corporate America doing crap that I hated to do for bosses that I hated to work for. <laughs> so I, I, it needed to, it needed to come out and yeah, she's now my best friend. So I, it out well. <laughs> I love this so much. Like you manifested a badass assistant to help you get to your next level and your next level beyond that. That is magic is what that is. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And so Damn. now my goal is to just help other female entrepreneurs who need a little, a badass assistant. I love that term. So now, <laughs> you, you know, other, other women, thank you. Other women that need a badass assistant, imaginary or not, I'm here for you. I'm going to help you create that, in, you know, either in private programs or through my books or speaking engagements. Like I'm full in now. And I truly believe that all women should feel pretty awesome, just like I do. So... <laughs> Yes, girl. I love it. All right. So if you were able to, let's see, if you were able to get in a time machine and go back and visit your younger self, what age would you visit? And what would you tell her from Dina of today? First of all, be don't date Ryan. (laughs) Damn you, Ryan. Don't date Ryan. Um, But really, I would probably go back to probably like my freshman or sophomore year in high school. And I would just remind myself that, you know, the people who like you are going to stick with you. And those people that you have to chase for a friendship, it's not worth it. It's not worth it at all. And those people are not the kind of people that you need in your life anyway. So, yeah. Love it. Absolutely true. So one of the questions that we ask people, well, there's a couple, but one of them is pretty traditionally we ask, you know, what does the sparkle hour mean to you? Because, you know, we started this podcast, you know, we talked about the beginning, kind of what it meant to us. And I think it changes over time. But when you think about a sparkle hour, like, what does that mean to you? Do you have any kind of idea or references to what that means? Well, I just from from listening to the podcast and watching it evolve and, and so forth. It's, it's really been an, a great resource for just allowing you to hear different ideas and different positive messages. I think that that's our world is so negative <laughs> these days in, in every which way. So having the time to be positive and feel like the positive vibes really is it's kind of like a little mini vacation for your brain. Awesome. So, you know, without the margaritas, which I guess we could always add. So, you know, I'm down. <laughs> yeah, we could definitely. But yeah, mm. so it's, it's, it's definitely it's like it's a nice positive vibe that I get, which is just really great. Do you have a sparkle hour in your life? Like my sister lives on a lake and she always says when the sun comes down, the lake lights up and everything's quiet and it's a transition moment and it just it just feels right do you have a time in your day or something for you that feels like that sparkle hour well yeah i mean we we we're we're fortunate enough to live on a lake as well lucky um, yeah it's really it's why we bought the house <laughs> for my husband so he could have be on the lake and um i would have to say though for me though it's in the morning i'm a morning person i tr- have tried like hell for years to be a nighttime person and it just doesn't work it's like i it's like dr jekyll mr hyde it's like not even funny so <laughs> but in the morning for me you know i just make myself a cup of coffee and i'm able to sit on our couch and look out over the lake usually with the dog and just watching the sunrise and all the pinks and purples and it's before anybody 
everybody's up. Nobody's dog is barking. No kids are out or anything. It's just really peaceful. And it's just, it's pretty magical for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Dina, do you have any favorite mantras or favorite phrases? Do you have like kind of something that you tend to go back to, to repeat to yourself when you need it? I have this written on my, you call this thing, my printer over here. And it just says the only failure is quitting. Everything else is just gathering information. Ooh, say it again for the people yes. in the back. <laughs> <laughs> so the only failure is quitting. Everything else is just gathering information, which I think is something that we really need to say to ourselves because we have this idea as entrepreneurs that the first thing out of the gate is going to make us millionaires. And more often than not, that's not the case. It's really an idea of adjusting and switching, changing mindsets, changing ideas and going with the flow of things. And so really, you're just learning, you're learning who you are. And as you learn who you are, you'll be that's when the abundance starts to come for sure. Love it. I love this so much. I think the thing that's really like, most sparkly about this whole conversation to me is that while you have talked about like just massive transition from being like really shy to like now helping women like step fully into their power is that you give everything in really simple bite-sized bits, you know, like people want that transformation, right? Everybody wants that end result, but it's so scary thinking, you know, I'm way back here. How the hell am I ever going to get there? And it's always just one small step in front of the other. And you have some really great resources to share. I can't wait till your ebook is done. And I'm hopeful that we'll be able to put a link to it in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I can definitely send you the link for the presale. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. And one thing that I, it, like you had said, with one step in front of the other, it's really one of those things like I just explained to every woman who says that they want to work for themselves or they want to be an entrepreneur or something along those lines. You know, you have to do what feels right for you because what feels right for me and the kind of coaching that I do I'm not a, I'm not woo woo. I look a little woo woo, but I'm not woo woo. (laughs) (laughs) So I tend to attract clients who are a little bit more like, give me something tangible. I need something in front of me. I need to be able to see results and be able to work on them right away, as opposed to sitting down and I don't know, talking to spirits or something like that. I'm not really sure that there's anything wrong with that. (laughs) It takes all kinds. Yeah, yes, it does. It definitely takes all kinds. But I really do feel like there are there's somebody for all of us out there when it comes to business. And I truly believe that, you know, me being successful is not going to take away from somebody else being successful and vice versa. There's definitely enough to go around for sure. Oh, amen. There's enough room in the sandbox for everyone to play. Yes, yes, absolutely. Love it. Love it. How can our listeners get in touch with you and where do you hang out on social media? Are you on social media and where's the best place to find you? I am on social media. So you guys can come to my private, like my personal page, which is just, it's Dina Fay. So check that out on Facebook. I also have a radiant journey coaching with Dina Fay, which is my business page. And I also run a Facebook group called the Confident Entrepreneurs Club. Uh, you can definitely in that. check that out. <laughs> you can definitely check that out as well. It's a new group that I just started and it's picking up a lot of lot of steam. So I kind of I'm, I'm enjoying that. That's where I do a lot of like tips and I do a lot of my lives in there as well. But I bounce all over the place. I really am not I'm not snobby when it comes to where I do things <laughs> on Facebook. I'm like, 
free love. So <laughs> definitely all around. But yeah, definitely check me out. I'd love to meet some new people. If anyone's looking to collaborate on anything or kind of go forward, if anyone has any questions, that would be great. And you can definitely reach me on Facebook for any private consult. Fantastic. Awesome. And we'll definitely have all those links in our show notes for people to awesome. get in touch with you. Is there anything else that you want to share with our audience? Any like last minute goodness or tips or I don't know, anything? One thing. Yes. One little tip. And this is something I preach to everybody, no matter what you do. If you are somebody who works from home, whether you work for others or not, get outside, move, talk to people, hug somebody, give them a high five, you know, meet somebody. The biggest thing, the biggest thing that's ever changed my life was joining networking groups where I actually had to physically be in front of people. Being an entrepreneur working from home can be pretty damn lonely, pretty lonely. There are days that I go by where, yeah, my husband comes home, but I talk to the dog. That's it, you know? And so get out there, meet people, start talking to people. And once you start doing that, they're going to see your personality. They're going to love it. And that's what the business Ta-da. Totally agree. <laughs> totally agree. Awesome tip. Thank you. So one final question. I know I kind of assigned it to you earlier and you can tell me something else. So what does it mean to you to sparkle some shit out? Yeah. Do so just be, be who you are. If you're who you are and you can honestly, and people use this term all the time, like authentic self or whatever, but seriously, don't hide behind anything. Be you. If you want to have pink hair, have pink hair. If you want to run around and wear crazy clothes, wear crazy clothes, because you know what? There is a group of people out there that are for you, that will support you, that will love you, and that will totally bring you into your own. So don't ever try to conform to anybody else. If you're thinking that you have to follow one certain way or another to be successful, well, you're missing the point because we're all made to be successful. So just get out there and be yourself. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Boom, mic drop. Yes. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Dina, thank you so much for meeting with us today. Oh, it's totally great. It's so much fun. And yes, we just wish you nothing but the best of success. We're excited to see your coaching practice grow and grow and grow and really help badass women like step up into their their shoes and put some fucking good change into this world because it is time is time get off the wall and into the arena right that's what you're gonna help them do yes yeah absolutely that's that's my goal i'm in so let me know (laughs) awesome thank you so much bye ladies thank you so much Bye, Dina. Friends, if you have any questions about what we talked about here today, you can catch us on our show notes, or you can get the show notes on our website, www.thesparklehour.com. Visit us on our Facebook page, The Sparkle Hour, where we also now have a cute little group. And if you want to be in our private group, you can just have to ask. And we do cool stuff there. We are going to have a book club starting very soon. Nicole and I pop in with lives whenever our technology allows it. And it's a good time. And we hope to see you there too, Dina. And yes, so thank you again. If you have questions or comments, just reach out to us. We'd love to chat with you. And thanks again to our guest, Dina Kowalczyk. Did I get it right? You did, yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Sparkle Hour. Today's episode was brought to you by Nicole Lewis Keeper Coaching and the Blessings Butterfly. To learn more about the topics discussed today, please visit our website at www.thesparklehour.com. And remember, when in doubt, 
Sparkle that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. <laughs>